back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back to 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than The Score. This is Peter Ferguson with Peter Ferguson, BHS LLC. Joined on the ones and twos with Harrison, and we just had a drop-in from, um, you can hear on 8 to 10 on The Drive with Raf and AD, and Raf came in, and um, always good to see him, and if you get a chance, make sure you listen from 8 to 10 on The Ticket. Um, they do a phenomenal job, and also Nick Sainert, who's also the host, but he had a question that we're going to have to start off. We're joined here first off by Nicole cubic or cubic as she's known to um i always say on these streets but um a, a, a mentor a coach over at southwest high school but also a former husker and all-american and a draft pick of the wnba and then we have uh, Jaden ferguson who is out at carney um an all-american has played volleyball um high school multi-sport standout and raf had a question for you Jaden. um he wanted to know if you are a cowboys fan now, re- um, remember, your inheritance rides on this a little bit. I mean, I say because I live at your house, yeah. I mean, I've never been the biggest football fans, but I wear a Cowboys sweatshirt every now and then. So, so I would have taken a ticket to Vegas if they they won. Wow. wow. <laughs> so so what Raph wants to know is, okay, if, if it's Cowboys or the Broncos, which one are you supporting? Well, Cowboys, because I don't want to get kicked out of the house. I still come back every now and then. Okay, so the locks will stay the same. The, the garage code is, is similar. Cubic? I feel like I had to teach Jaden about football when we were in high school. When she was in high school. <laughs> well, t- tell us a little bit about that, when that, how that occurred. Yeah, I don't know. When they're standing in that front row of watching our high school football games and have no clue what's going on, I'm like, don't you watch football with your dad? And she's like, no. I don't. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was pain it was painful in a lot in a lot of ways. Um, I, I think in some ways she chose volleyball because I, I still I'm just getting what the rotations are um, and what that looks like. But glad to be joined by both of them. They shared a little bit earlier about their just their respective journeys and um, being involved in multiple things and how they how they came into that. Um, I'm interested just a little bit from from both of you. What is some advice that you've received? Um, that you have taken with you, maybe not just with athletics, but also just in life. And, and Nicole, I'll start with you. Are you sure you don't want to start with Jaden? No, we're going to start with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm I'm old, so I've gotten a lot of advice. Seasoned, uh, seasoned. We yep, use the over, term seasoned on there. <laughs> over the years, so to sit there and think of just like one, um, yeah. one thing is going to be a little bit tough. Um, I would say the number one thing that I can take is, is, is keep learning. Um, you know, you never know it all. Um, I know sometimes people think that I think I know it all, um, just because I like to argue and, and try to state my case for a lot of things, but, uh, trust me, I'm always looking at both sides of things. Um, you know, so whether it's, whether I'm thinking something, whether it's you're thinking something, like I try to see it from both sides and try and figure out, okay, what's, what's the best here for this situation. Um, so I would say that would be the number one thing is, is, is keep learning. Um, and you know, we talk about football, but you know, I've learned a lot from watching football growing up, mm-hmm. you know, growing up, we only had three channels. So a lot of times it was a football game. So I love listening to the commentators talk, um, and kind of understand things that way. And, and I do that with basketball games. I do that with tennis. Um, I do that with wow. any sporting event that I'm watching is, is, is listening to people and continue to learn about that sport and maybe carrying it over to the sports that I do coach. 
um, which I think is helpful when we have multi-sport athletes. Then I can say, you know, in let's say soccer, you know, it translates well with basketball, let's say. Um, you know, I can maybe use a soccer term that the kids understand a little bit. Like, you know, when I want them to D up, I might say mark up because okay. they tend to understand that a little bit more than actually right. playing some defense. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's always a work in progress right yeah. there on the defensive end. Yeah. Um, Jaden, what about you? What's some advice that you've received over time that's helped you in life, but also sports? I would say usually like the advice that's kind of stuck with me throughout like several different coaches or people has just been to do what you do best. Like the reason that you're being asked to either play a sport or do something for your job is because they know you're good at it. So just do it to like how you know the best to be, because they're asking you to do it for a reason. They want you to do it for that reason. So just being you and doing what you do best is kind of like the best advice I've gotten. It's really simple, but um, it's something that's stuck with me, whether I'm doing sports or I'm doing something for school or I'm doing coaching stuff for a club. Awesome. So, you know, we talked earlier before we went to break um, on National Girls and Women's in Sports. Um, it's an annual component. Um, it's a day that's held annually in observance and held during the first week of February to acknowledge the accomplishments of female um, athletes, recognize the influence of sports participation for women and girls, and honor the progress and advocation for equality for women in sports. And, and both of you are accomplished and have had the opportunity to participate at various levels throughout your time. Um, but just, and I know this sounds really simplistic, but, um, I think about my mom who was born in 1932, Jaden's grandma, um, you know, passed from Alzheimer's, but kind of grew up in a time that she really didn't have that opportunity to do many of the things that many of the young females we see today. I mean, we think about volleyball day in Nebraska. I know that's one of the most relevant. It's the supernovas. We think about, you know, the basketball with LSU and, and Don Staley with South Carolina, you know, Caitlin Clark and all that being front and center. Um, why, why is having females involved for, because there's some that still question that why is having opportunities for females in athletics um, important? Um, and Cubic, we'll start with you. I think a lot of it is, is sometimes if you can't see it, maybe you don't necessarily believe it. Um, and so I think if, you know, the more that they're able to see females on TV or, you know, females doing certain things or maybe even acting a certain way, they think, hey, it's it, that's okay, um, you know, to be able to do some of this stuff. Um, so I think that's probably the number one key is, is just seeing you know, other people out there that are, that are like you, um, doing certain things and, and growing up, you're thinking I can be that, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Jaden, how about you? I think, I mean, I'm originally a multimedia journalism undergrad major. And so viewership has been really big the last, I would say probably three years with women's sports. Um, there has been volleyball games aired on ESPN for the first time and they've received uh, increasing viewership. I mean, um, women's back women's basketball has also seen huge spikes in viewership. And so it just kind of shows that like people do want to watch women in sports and it's not just, um, male dominated with basketball. Cause I think that's probably the biggest comparison people see because comparing volleyball and football is kind of hard sometimes, but you can still see that the viewership between women's and men's basketball is very similar. And in some cases, like with big games with Caitlin Clark and LSU and South Carolina, like people are tuning into those games, no matter who they're playing. So the viewership is 
um, just as comparable to men's sports. So I think that's huge for women's sports. So, you know, along that same line, you know, um, there's, there's a history that goes along. And I, and I spoke a little bit about that earlier, but you know, you think about the story of individuals like Gail Devers, um, Althea Gibson, Layla Ali, you know, many who are kind of the first in some of those arenas. Um, there's, you know, people like American track and field medalists like Wilma Rudolph and she participated in sit-ins, um, for racially, to protest racially segregated restaurants in Tennessee. Um, you know, individuals, when you think about like the Negro Leagues, you know, a lot of people think about, you know, that Josh Gibson and those people in there, but there's stories of, you know, black women who are a part of it. You know, um, there's people after Jackie Robinson made those major leagues, there's the, you know, hid, hidden stories, I'd say, of black women who participated like Tony Stone, uh, Connie Morgan and Mamie Johnson, who also made history in regards to that. As you think about those past, and I just say scholars because they were students of not only in in school settings, but students of the community and helping progress com- the community to progress forward, but they were st- um, scholars of the game as well. Who are some heroes or who are some individuals that you look back on and say, you know what, I'm in this space because of them, or I really admired some of the things that they did um, to put me in this space today? And, and Nicole, we'll start with you. Um, honestly, I'll be honest. It, it's, it's a little bit hard for me to answer that. Cause like I said, growing up, we had, I think three channels. Um, wow. and those, you know, those so, people don't know there's three channels. A lot of them think it's like ESPN, Fox, and, yeah, it was, and, it was and NBC, Peacock. It's NBC, ABC, CBS, CBS. Okay. you know? And so, um, you know, once every four years, like, you know, the Olympics come on, Wow. um, you know, and so obviously like, I think it was NBC at the time, you know, like we would just watch that constantly yeah. because you don't get to see skiing otherwise. You don't, I mean, there's a lot of these things that you don't, you don't see. Um, and I'm going to say, you know, and when it comes to like women's basketball, I don't know, I maybe watched a couple college women's basketball games, mm-hmm. um, potentially on TV. And that was maybe NET, I think at the time, Okay. Um, broadcasting oh. Nebraska games. Um, you know, so, you know, you didn't have the WNBA back then um, or any really professional women's basketball team. Um, you know, so growing up, I didn't, I don't know if I really had that role model Mm. of the sports that I played anyways. Um, you know, so for me, it was people like Randall Cunningham, you know, with the the Eagles, that was one of the ones that, that I can remember watching. And I love the fact that he was a running quarterback. I don't know why, for, Mm. for whatever reason I was, I was into that versus just passing it, you know, all the time. Um, and then they kind of went away from that. And then now you look back and all your quarterbacks now are running for <laughs> yeah. 50, 60 yards a game or whatever that's, that's getting first downs and winning games that way. Um, so it's always fun for me when I see a football, t- uh, uh, quarterback take off and run a little bit, but I, I guess that would probably be mine, you know, growing up is, is, is honestly the male sports is what I saw and it's unfortunate, but nowadays, you know, the kids these days have that female role, role model because they're seeing them on TV, mm. um, live streams, or however it is that they have to watch them. Awesome. Jaden, what about you? What are what, Who was maybe a, a female athlete, or just an athlete in general, that um, you looked to and said, okay, I want to model myself in some ways after these individuals? I think the first one that kind of comes to mind is probably Maya Moore. I mean, that's kind of when I first like started actually like liking sports and like wanting to be involved in willingly participating but uh like just UConn in general I was a huge women's basketball fan I was never really into the NBA and so like I would just watch UConn basketball and 
I mean, they just did their kind of like alumni game where they had all the past championship winners come. And I just think um, they've created such a dynasty throughout the years. And that's kind of the basketball I've watched growing up. I was also a huge, huge Husker volleyball fan. It was more of a treat because I got to go with my grandma and my grandpa. So I enjoyed going to those and I got to go watch them in the Coliseum. And then as they moved to Devaney and I've just always been able to go to Husker volleyball games. So I'd say Michaela Fecky was also someone that as I got older and was more interested in volleyball, that's someone who I wanted to play, play like I wanted my arm swing to be like her. I wanted to hit as hard as she could. So those are kind of two female athletes that I watched a lot growing up, I think. So, you know, as you talked to, you know, talked about kind of both of you, those individuals that you looked up to and um, just kind of wanted to model some of the things that you did. Um, as you got into different spaces, and Jaden, I'll start with you. You had the opportunity in August um, to participate in Volleyball Day in Nebraska. And I know we had you on prior just to, you know, why you made a decision somewhat to go to Kearney, but also that you were looking for experiences. Um, we haven't talked to you since then. What, what was that experience like um, for you? And then what was it what should it mean to people in regards to not just athletics but also um females putting um females in that kind of a record-breaking spotlight it was super cool to be involved with that and just get the opportunity to even go play an exhibition game i mean to i mean it was two nebraska teams there was a lot of nebraska girls that got to play on that court which i mean speaking from my experience and probably a lot of theirs that was something they probably never dreamed of and it was kind of surreal for them I mean you grow up as a volleyball player watching Husker volleyball and a lot of people know what Memorial Stadium is and what that means and kind of the history that's there so getting to play volleyball outside at the football stadium just meant a lot for women's sports and for every Nebraska girl that got to be there and got to watch and be a part of it. And, and, and Nicole, from a spectator standpoint, and then also knowing, um, like you knew a number of the young ladies that were out there, you knew Jaden, but you knew Rachel Walker, who they were teammates, and you were familiar with a number of the other individuals um, in that space, like sitting there, one, when you heard about it, but then two, when you're, you're actually seeing it come to fruition and seeing young ladies that you've touched in some way, what, what was the feeling like for you? Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, if, if, when we first heard it was going to happen and right. both Wayne State and, and knowing that Jane was going to be at Kearney and we're going to be involved, it's like, okay, this is awesome. We get to watch two of our former athletes be on this stage. Um, I even kind of tried to sneak down there a little bit to, <laughs> to get closer. I got caught. I hear some people, I hear some people got through, yeah. um, but Sorry. I got caught and sat back to my seat. Um, but no, I mean, it was it was super awesome. And, and again, the thing that's really cool about it is, is that somebody had a dream um, but you can't just do it yourself. You have to have other people that believe in it. And like they said, I mean, it would have cost them millions of dollars if it had rained that day. Yeah. Um, you know, or if it was 50 mile an hour winds and couldn't play. Um, so everything just kind of had to be perfect, um, for that to happen. And I mean, a great experience, not only for them, but I mean, for the world, I mean, in general, um, getting to see 92,000 people, you know, fill a stadium to watch a, a volleyball game, you know, or multiple volleyball games. Right. Um, it was just, it was incredible. Well, and I think we, you know, having some conversations with individuals, they said, 
would you ever realize like, you know, that's the dream for a lot of individuals in Nebraska and to, to walk out of the tunnel and hear the tunnel walk and um, be on Memorial, you know, just be on the field, be in Memorial stadium and have that experience. And most individuals have to dream about it for their sons. Yeah. You know, and here I am, you know, have a daughter and she's getting to do something that is basically at birth for a lot of, you know, fathers and mothers when, you know, and now you can sit there and say, you know, that same kind of opportunity can happen for your daughter. Well, and, and to me, the cool thing is, is, you know, it's, that, that's the great thing about sports. Sports is about competition. Mm-hmm. So we fill the stadium with 92,000 people. People are thinking right now, what can we do to one up them? Yeah. You know, and not necessarily like in a bad way, but they're thinking, what's next? What can we do that's going to be the next cool thing? Um, and that's got, you know, a ton of schools thinking, I, you know, Iowa, of course. Yeah with their women's basketball, do it in their, you know, football stadium, thinking the same thing. Okay, we saw Nebraska pull it off with volleyball, and now we're going to try it with basketball. I mean, what's what's next? You know? Well, and I think the cool thing is, is that it's it can be done either with males or females. I think before it was just, it would probably just be the track was, okay, what can we do with a males team? Yeah. Can we bring the Lakers in, or can yeah. we bring the Cowboys in, or whatever else? Yes, yeah. Harrison, I got another Cowboys drop oh. in there. Um, but with that <laughs> said, we're going to go to another quick break. We'll be back with Nicole Kubik and Jaden Ferguson on 93.7 The Ticket, bigger than the score with Peter Ferguson.